0: Welcome back, folks, to The Mail Rights Show. This is episode 144. Got my great co-host here, Robert. Would you like to introduce yourself quickly, Robert?
1: Sure. My name is Robert Newman. I am the founder of Inbound Real Estate Marketing, which is uh, <coughs> an online marketing company. Mostly it's a blog, though, Inbound REM, and if you want to learn something about uh, real estate marketing, you should come check it out.
0: That's great. And I'm the founder of Mail rights We're a software platform that helps you get quality leads with emphasis on getting those leads from Facebook and in this episode folks we're going to be talking we've had a bit of a change of heart we were going to talk about SEO but uh, for real estate agents but we're going to talk today about CRMs and um, CRMs that are specifically suitable for real estate agents aren't we Robert
1: Yes, we are. And just as a suggestion, because audience, we are, we are literally going on the fly. We made this decision about five minutes ago because we had a whole thing planned out and we had talked about it and set it up. So I'm going to suggest, John, that we actually kind of that we talk about the CRMs that you put on your most recent blog post on the MailRight website.
0: Yeah, Um, um, I think we're going to add to the discussion also line desk because I forgot to write about that. I might do a total separate piece about that, actually, uh, um, for the blog. But let's start with the top on my list. Um, But I thought our pre-discussion, your observation that you should really – but I think what I was going to say is that we're going to discuss – there is no perfect CRM. It really just depends on the type of agent you are, doesn't it? Correct. But, and but yes,
1: think, and and I haven't moved off wanting to talk about that at all. I, I, just, we, I just I was going to coordinate it into yeah, the CRMs yeah. that you had mentioned. That yes. was all I was referring to.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. So let's start. Let's start with the one of the biggies, top producer, sure. and. What do you think are some of its strengths, and what do you think are some of its weaknesses, Robert?
1: Um, okay, so I I have so Top Producer used to be one of the main CRMs inside the real estate industry, and it has not been keeping up with the the, the functionality that you need, such as texting. It's never had a really strong internal. Um, it's not built for inside real estate salespeople. And I define the, that kind of real estate salesperson as somebody who sits at their desk and calls a lot of leads, really works a database. And that's a, actually a fairly rare kind of real estate agent, but top producer is horrible for that kind of agent. So actually, I have, I, while I've, I've looked at it and I know the tool well, I stay away from it. I don't end up recommending it a ton because in none of the areas that it develops uh, itself is it is it top uh, like top tier i wouldn't put it at the top of any particular category. I would say if you if you really pushed me into a corner, I would say that top producer is good because it it's been around for so long it integrates into a lot of other tools, number mm-hmm. one and then number two it's reasonably priced that that would be like the <laughs> that's all that's what I would say about top producer.
0: So what can you because um we sprung this decision, but I think it was the right decision for this episode. Got any idea about price? What does it roughly?
1: Um I thought it was uh I, and I'm reading off your yeah. your plan, but I thought it was from ten to one hundred dollars is what my memory is saying. Yeah. All the all yeah. the plans are like and, and they've got a few different tiers. And they obviously, as with all CRMs, they always have like this recommended tier and it's always one of the pricier options, you know? So you, you know, you're not going to use the $10 a month plan in most cases.
0: Obviously though, you know.
1: <laughs> Right. But um. I would, I would love to steer our conversation, John, in the direction of talking about the types of realtors mm. um, and it, and then kind of connecting that into tools. Instead of talking about the tools, like the tools that you wrote about was uh, Top Producer, Follow-Up Boss, HubSpot, Contactually, and Agent. And um, what I would like to say is that before you choose a tool or call an expert, I think that we should be talking about how do you pursue your business. In other words, do you go out and do you knock on doors? Do you send out mailers? Do you use Facebook marketing as as, you are, um, as your service guides people to do? Do you use uh, SEO leads or digital? I think that digital marketing, most of the time, you actually would follow up with most of those leads the same kind of way and need the same kind of tools on the back end. So I'm going to say that uh, – but, but you should figure out how you're going to generate your leads – before you actually worry about uh, a CRM, what would you think? Wh- how would you? Th- what do you think about that? That's what I would say. That's what I would say.
0: Well, the, the, it's, it's a part of the discussion that's not of, not often discussed. So I agree with you. It's just it's just how you form that in in the conversation. But I think we can start off with that by going on to another one and follow up, boss because Mm -hmm. I think it really fits into what you've just said. So just give a quick, your initial thoughts around Follow Up Boss, but I think it then really fits in quite well to what you were just saying.
1: Well, in the spirit of transparency, Follow Up Boss has been one of my favorite tools to recommend and it's one of the tools I end up talking to uh, like people about a lot and it does, it does a number of different things very, very well. It allows you to be an independent agent or manage a team of people. And it, it one, as an individual, it allows you to set up marketing automation. It creates processes for you. Um, and a process is, I send out an email and I send out text. And these are what those, the email and the text says. And this is what happens the moment that a client's information is entered into follow-up boss, which can actually be automated so your digital marketing systems can send the information to followup boss and then follow-up boss does these automated things all automatically based upon the receipt of the lead and and followup boss does that very very well and what's more it adds a very friendly dashboard where you can see the touches that have been that, that have been done automatically and then it also if you train your team right you can see the touches that your team has made to the lead that follow up on the process. And Follow Boss does that more intuitively and better than most other tools that I've ever looked at. And so I, I love Follow Us. That's that's all I mean, I what can I say? Well I, I would use Follow Boss. If I was in the real estate business, um I don't use Follow Up Boss, interestingly enough. I use another tool that's on your list which is Hubspot and I'll explain why. But wow, because, really right. because I am not the kind of salesperson that follow-up boss no. appeals to.
0: No, it's, yeah. Right, um, you brought up an interesting thing already. Um, well, all of it's interesting. So I apologise for that. Um, but I think I think the yellow area about follow-up boss is it's probably is not is not designed for that single real estate agent. You can use it as a single yeah. agent but it's really it it's and it's totally possible to use it if you're a single agent there uh, um the price might seem a bit stiff compared to some of the other systems that we're going to discuss but um if you're looking for the most powerful with the best UX um uh, interface design folks um it's probably still worth it but it's more designed really for small and it's initial target audience. I would say is this agent that's got four or five associates underneath them. Would you agree with that?
1: I would. I would agree that, that follow up boss is a tool that's designed mostly for small teams or small brokerages. Um, I would say that it's efficiencies. Um, and small can be defined by just a handful of people. Anytime you have more than one person and you need to track everybody as a unit, I think that's when follow boss comes into play. I would say that it would probably work well for up to maybe 30 to 50 agents. And at that point, it might be a little harder to manage but then again at that point if you've got that many agents working for you you probably have a sales management resource in place that's managing the tools and the team and that's probably what you need
0: the only thing i would say about follow-up boss is yes when it comes to functionality in ux design I, I think it's brilliant but i wouldn't say it when you could apply this to all these systems but I would say, because of the level of different fins it's doing, and the power that it provides, it's not the most simplest fin to set up initially.
1: I totally agree. I think that I think that FollowUp Boss. If I had to, if I had to put a number to it, like one to ten, I'd say that FollowUp Boss is maybe a six or a seven in terms of difficulty to set up because there's systems and processes. And if you're experienced in technology, I'd say it's, you know, you've got anywhere from five to 10 hours. But if you're not experienced in technology, if technology is new to you, I I would say a tool like that might take you, like you might have to set aside a week or two to learn the system and, and try to figure out at what points are you setting up your processes and how does that look like? And then how does the tool work and how do you manage your team from within the tool? And here's the challenge, John, and I think you're, you're subtly pointing it out. It's for the tool to be effective, you absolutely have to sit there and study it before you implement it because yeah. if you're going to give it to your team, you have to be the person, their point, their go-to person, and you also have to set up requirements that say, hey, everybody's got to use this. End of discussion or else it's a waste of money. As are most CRMs.
0: That's uh, yep. Well, I was, as you were saying that, I was thinking. I just don't want to put people off follow up, boss. Because the same things we're saying applies to most of these systems. But uh, but you got to be aware. It's not the time that you're just gonna. You know they have onboarding procedures. They have they. They have good documentation, they have training videos, they have all the things that you expect with a mature, well designed system like this. But on the other hand, it's still not something that you're just going to sign up and by the end of the afternoon, you're going to be, it's going to be working for you unless you've got a lot of experience with Follow Up Boss. You know, it just ain't going to happen like that, is it?
1: No, no. And I, I want to move into another tool because I yeah. mentioned earlier in the conversation that I don't use FollowUp Boss. Not that I, I'm not a realtor, so there's that's not a yeah. surprise. But here's the funny thing. Um, with my, my set of skills, I don't think I would ever use follow Boss. Even if I was a realtor, I would always stick with HubSpot. Right. And And here's the reason that I would stick for HubSpot. Now, in real estate, this is going to apply to very few of our listeners because it's going to apply to very few real estate agents or or marketers of any kind. HubSpot is designed for, like, a digital marketing expert. If you know what you're doing, HubSpot is 10 times more powerful than any other tool, in my opinion, because you it acts as it is a great, like, call center centric. I can I can call from HubSpot, register my calls, record my calls, and make all my notes using HubSpot by itself. In addition to that, it has a marketing plugin that takes all the information collected off my website and automatically sends it into HubSpot, which means that um, all my marketing sequences are literally 100% automated with, without me ever having to touch and what does that mean? That means if, that, if somebody uses a contact form on my website, uh, they are automatically get a series of emails from me without me even having to do anything. They're entered into a marketing sequence with, without me having to do anything. My list is then curated, managed, and downloaded automatically into MailChimp, which is where I send out my, my newsletters from. And all of that is done. Now, if you think that Lion, like... The, the challenge, though, is that follow-up boss, you were just mentioning, hey, there's a set time. HubSpot, I'm still setting it up, and mm. I've been using it for six months. It's extremely robust and dynamic, but it's definitely not for your average real estate person no. or even most of your real estate people. It's too dynamic. It will take a long time for somebody to learn how to use HubSpot and the, set
0: up. Um, the only... Um, the only thing I could see um, in the real estate industry using HubSpot if they were a, quite a big regional um, um, brokerage let's say we've over 100 agents and they've got a team, a digital team and they weren't looking you know there are some um kind of HubSpot solutions aimed for that size of regional broker list. Um, But they say they didn't want to utilize one of those. They wanted a more generic solution, but something that had a track record that was powerful. They could probably look at HubSpot, Um, but that's the only Kind of user in the real estate e- industry that I think that could use that because it's not cheap either, is it?
1: Well, the the plugins that I'm using, I'm only spending fifty dollars a month on it, but right. but I am using only a limited number of their plugins. It can get real pricey real yeah. fast because it can also it's fifty dollars a seat. So if my yes. team was on it, it would real quickly get up to a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred dollars a month. So so is it it is not nearly as cost effective as many of the other systems and as you point out in your article it is not designed for real estate it can it could be adapted to real estate quite well but it would take a real knowledgeable person operating the system to make that worthwhile and it when you measure it up versus these other the only, because we, we got into this conversation and I, I, I kind of want to grasp onto that thread. The only real estate professional that should really look at it is a hardcore inside real estate person, maybe with a website that they've got. That one type of real estate person with that very specific set of tools that they're already using might benefit heavily. And, and a single person, by the way, a single agent, not a team. That one kind of individual, of which I think there are very few, that person might really benefit strongly from, from HubSpot. All the automation would make their job much easier. It's set up better than any of the other systems for phone calls. It, so, so that person, and it's set up better to manage your mailing list for you. does all that very, very well.
0: Yep, I think we go for our break, folks. When we come back, we're gonna delve some more into some of these CRMs. Be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own
1: neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay, get started today. Go to mail-write.com. We're
0: coming back folks. We've had a feast about CRM's. Another techie conversation. I love it. Uh, um, so <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree what you what you were saying before the break about HubSpot. It's really like I say, I see it as a regional brokerage with 100, maybe a hundred plus agents, where they've got a post like digital manager, digital outreach manager, and somebody that either's got previous experience with HubSpot or thinks that. Um, it's still the right tool. Somebody like that, um, I can see using it, but only that type of individual. Let's go on to another one, LionDesk. What, what do you think of LionDesk in general?
1: Um, it is, again, we're touching on a tool that is, I have two tools I recommend in terms of CRMs, um, and that is LionDesk and, and followpost Now, LionDesk is what I recommend to a single agent. So if an agent is calling me and it's not a broker and they don't have a team, I'm recommending LionDesk because it does it all. It sets up your marketing processes. It can text. It can re- record phone calls. I do believe that they've just added in the feature to be able to send uh, videos and emails very similar to BombBomb. So they can do all of these different things inside the same tool, plus they have a pretty decent uh, like contact Dashboard. So when you add all the things that they do, and the fact that they're cheap, and in comparison to some of these other tools, um, and the fact that they've now got the video—like if I haven't looked at that feature yet—but if they manage to do a reasonably okay job, they've literally just cut BombBomb out of your marketing expense mix, and that is that would be a huge advantage for LionDesk. At that point, LionDesk becomes the hand down recommendation for, for just about everything.
0: Um, we spoke a few months ago. Um, um, I forgot. I think it's Toby from um, um, Line Desk. And um, I think it's going to be a kind of not feature rich as Bomb, Bomb mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's going to be usable. Their video, but it's going to be a bit cut back, um, which is totally fine because um, Bomb bon is very powerful and they've added a lot of elements to it. But if you're just using video occasionally, it's probably um, too much, probably. Um, it, they were kind of sweeping statements, really. It's, really, it's back to how we we started this conversation and the point that you clearly made, Robert, it's really around case usage, isn't it? Right. And Um, I think that, I'm
1: sorry, go ahead. My bad. bad. Yeah. The thing is,
0: what what do you, with line desk, do you think there's some of, I was going to use the word problem, but that's not the right word, but I'm struggling to find, because I wouldn't say using follow up boss, um, is a problem but it's just the power and complexity and you're having to work out um oh i'm struggling now um you're you're also combining it in the way that you or your small your agency works the scripts that you're going to use the outreach there's a lot of factors you're you're trying to compress. Is the is those factors also there with LionDesk as well? Um,
1: yeah, I would say that. I would say that LionDesk is a little easier to use um, because you don't have to engage. Like in terms of setup time, because every time you start saying that you've got a team, there are team dynamics that come yeah. into play. Such as I have to insist that my team uses the tool for the tool to be valuable. I have to. I have to manage my team within the tool, and I have to set the tool up. With LionDesk, you just have to set the tool up. Is there still a level of complexity? Absolutely, no doubt about it. Is it quite as complex as, as follow-up possible? Because of the nature of the tool, I would say I'm inclined to say no, but, but I'm hesitating because yeah. LionDesk has more they, they they're trying to be the jack of all trades inside the CRM business for for real estate which means that you have this very long set of things that that Liondesk does and what that forces you to do when you're when you're l- like looking at the tool for the first time is you have to try to figure out what which of these features you need so unless you're a CRM expert who has a real good understanding of what your own digital marketing plan is you have to go through and figure out which elements of this tool you want to use. And yes, there's a, there's a learning curve to doing that. Um, and I think almost everybody's going to have it. And I think the funny thing is, is they're going to discover as you already mentioned a few minutes ago, they really don't need to use all the, the, it's, it's like a Swiss army knife. You know,
0: initially yeah, you know, was, I mean, uh, was a bit hesitated in recommending line desk, um, because it actually competes with some of the things that Mel Wright does. But even though I I, I might change my attitude about this, but I didn't want Mel Wright to become a CRM. Um, if it did ever decide to do that, it would be a very basic one. Sure. Um, because there's, there's systems like Follow Up Boss and other systems that I think do it very, very well. Uh, um, about eight, nine months ago, follow up boss decided to really aim their pricing and their focus on small teams. They, uh, they did have a single um, product that was aimed at the um, single agent that maybe had a couple of buyer associates. Um, but, um, I was a bit hesitant with line desk, but I, I see where they're coming from. But it's such a good price that you could still just. What about the actual core of a CRM? Uh, you know, the core of the CRM is note taking, managing who you, uh, you know who you're going to call that day or te- um, tech Having a system that can text out um, when somebody fills in a form or something. Those kind of core functionalities. Do you think it's, it does those really well? I think it does,
1: though. I have to. I have to be honest. Um, the kind, the level of detail that I like to get into, which is, I yeah. like to use these tools. Yeah, and 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 be able to come from a place of, I'm a user, and this is my experience. And I have not used um, either LionDesk nor FollowUp Boss. I have reviewed them I have
0: looked yeah, I'm, at I'm in the same exactly the same as you Robert uh,
1: yeah so it's like I've seen them I've seen how they worked and I'm a guy that uses CRM every day myself and has been for the last 30 years so I have, I have strong opinions about that because I've, I've been using these tools for so long and I still use HubSpot HubSpot is a core piece of my business um, but I, I, I can't really like, I think that's the other part that, and I would like to say this and, and get it out to our audience. One of the things that I've noticed um, in, inside of real estate is there's all this conversation about CRMs, managing your data. It's the big topic right now, which is funny because it's about four years, like they should have been talking about this six years ago, but real <laughs> estate is always 10 years behind in technology. So now everybody's talking about it now. You have to think about how much time you're going to be spending inside your CRM. And the answer is for most real estate salespeople, the answer is going to be less than 5% of their day if they, if they calculate it. So with all of that being said, most of the time, most of these tools such as Bold Leads and probably MailRite and Real Geeks, they all offer a rudimentary CRM, a place that your, your information comes and gets housed in. The only time that I recommend that you move that from one place to another, to another set of tools is if you understand really clearly that a specific set of your process will not be served by the tool that's being provided for you, such as automatic texting or an, or an email marketing process that is automatic, has nothing to do with you, and it kicks in the moment the lead is delivered. In that very rare circumstance, I'm going to then say, that's the functionality that's unique about LionDesk or these other tools, and that's, that's why you should use them if all you're going to do is I'm going to log in and look at information and be able to call it the basic tool that most of these services offer is going to be great for you. It's going to be fine. You don't need that. So I,
0: I, you know, I I totally agree with you. Um, I know it's a bit boring folks, you know, like me, uh, but uh, um, it is what it is. Um, I, I compare it to like golf really, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're a reasonably good local golf player, and you think buying these are power tools. So, you think buying a profession, uh, a set of golf clubs that's aimed at the professional, the, or the quasar professional, is going to improve your game. Well, it's not actually getting more coaching <laughs> and improving your swings. Right. Fundamentals is probably going to improve your. Golf much more than buying a a Quasar Pro set of golf clubs. Um, On to uh, on to the next one, Um, and then um, Wise Agent. I've looked at Wise Agent, and then it was it was over about nine months ago when I looked at Wise Agent, and like I say, it was a review. Um, So. I have to point that out to people. It was um, reasonably priced. I found the interface to be very, very dated, and I, I found some of the functionality interesting, but the actual interface I found really dated, and I felt I found some of the things they were doing very, pretty clunky. Okay. But the price compared to some of these systems, um, what I'm going to say quickly finish off with wise agent is can be applied to line desk. They, they were doing a lot of stuff in wise agent and it's always a balance between um, should you offer that option or should you just offer it integration with the leader that offers that option. And it's a bit like our discussion when we mentioned line desk and bomb bomb. And there's no easy answer to that. Should you integrate video uh, into your system as what LionDesk has decided, or should we just offer uh, a method of ease of being able to use Bomb system with us? That you know, it's the ongoing debate, isn't it? Because it's another service that you have to pay money for, right? And If you're the casual user. Um, you're not going to want to do that. So having that ability in your CRM is good. But on the other hand, if you're just a casual user, is it really that important to you? So it's ongoing. There is no answer to that really, is there, Robert?
1: Not really. And again, it comes down to, the kind of agent that you are, how you're getting your leads, you know. And another thing about CRMs and about making decisions about about CRMs is that you should understand what your lead flow looks like. Like, like a good percentage of the debate about CRMs relates to a lot of these digital lead producers that do produce a lot of leads because Facebook marketing, done right, produces a lot of names that you need to go through. And Wise Agent brings up one of those things here. Um, that I haven't used this feature, but they have one thing that they list here that I haven't seen anybody else do list, which is they're saying that they go out, search for social information um, from the lead information that you give them. Now, if they do that, that's a Spokio-like feature. So Spokio is the best um, like lead fulfiller that's out there. So what you do is you take a little information, you put it in Spokio and now you learn a ton more about your prospective client. And if you're doing a digital lead service where you're getting like a hundred names, like um, bold leads will do that. But they're very low quality with very low return rates. So if you can get a whole bunch of other information on that prospective client, like their LinkedIn profile and other things like that, you have a much better chance of getting a higher contract rate from that person if you have a tool that's pulling all that data for you automatically. It's not something that you see a lot, and it's only useful to you if you're, if you're generating a high volume of low-quality leads, which is going to happen if you're using Facebook marketing um, to get, gather your leads. So why again, it comes down to what kind of agent are you? How are you pulling in your leads? Because all these people doing referrals, they don't need any of this crap. So they're going to go like, like there's, um, uh, these guys, these guys that are famous like Borsini or something like that. Anyway, there's these, these very famous real estate trainers that train people to do only referrals yeah. and they do need a CRM, but they don't need all these other tools on the CRM because they're not getting their leads in such a way that they need automatic drip or anything else. So, so they don't need all these tools. Um, wise agent, the only thing that I, because I don't know wise agent, let's just say, say that I have not sat through a demo. I've not really looked at the tool. What I just did right now is I pulled up a list of the features and looked at it and I'm, I'm playing off your commentary about it, but I'm going to say the only thing that really stood out for me is this pulling information from other places
0: yeah well i think we do folks we're going to wrap it up we're going to have a little bit of bonus content we're going to i we're going to continue the discussion which you'll be able to see on the Mel website with a full transcription and links to everything we've discussed so far in this podcast so if this conversation's been interesting and you want to find some more go to the Mel Wright website and, it, and um there'll be um the continuance of the discussion and all the links that you require so you can find out more yourself. Robert, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to, Robert?
1: Please visit my website, inboundrem.com. That's and make
0: his day. Leave a huh? comment and say, I've come to your website, Robert, because I heard your mail right. Please would, That would yes. make his day, wouldn't it? It, would make yes, day. it?
1: Yes it would. Yes it would. I would love that. That would be that would be brilliant.
0: That'd be great. And if you want to find out more about me, go to the Mailwright website um, or go to my Twitter feed. uh, That's at Jonathan Denwood. Um, They're the best places. Or the Facebook page. We'll see you next week where we're going to be talking getting you better leads for your real estate business through tech. we're, We're just tech divas, folks. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye.